Amen. Amen. Love Talk Radio.
Amen. Amen. Well, good evening, everyone. Welcome another. Welcome to another. Um, you know, we're going deeper with Jesus, and we're going uh, into the in the heavenly places. I'm just going to uh, introduce my uh, my fellow minister, Apostle uh, Edward. Edward, are you there, my brother? Yes, I am, Apostle Roy. Good evening, sir. How are you this evening? Good evening. Amen. So we're just going to turn this over to the Holy Spirit, you know. You know, um, Holy Spirit, you'd be here with your, uh, your presence. Fill us with your power, and, Lord, that you would live inside of us. And, Lord, we just yes. turn, the, turn this whole program over to you, Holy Spirit. Yes, we do. It's not by might, it's not by power, but it's by your Spirit, Lord. We just thank you. Holy Spirit, have your way. Um, you know, um, yes. whatever you want to do tonight. Holy Spirit, we just give you free reign. Just use us hey. for your for your use, Master. In the mighty name of yes. Jesus. Amen. Amen and so amen. Thank you. I'm pretty, I'm pretty excited tonight there, uh, Apostle Edward. Amen to that. Amen. There's going to be some people out there. They're going to be taking, they're going to be going to the high places. Yes. And, the, the, and they're going to yes. be bringing the devil's kingdom down. In, in their lives or family, wherever they go, whatever they do, my brother. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. It, that's what God is doing. We're seeing this happen. The devil is losing ground. We're taking the high ground for Jesus. Uh, brother Roy, Amen. I wanted to mention before we go any further, I'd like to say good evening to Stacy at Tapunia. Amen. Uh, they're joining us told me, and I wanted to announce that there, but we welcome tonight, and we just speak God's we sure blessings do. on both. Amen. Amen. Mighty yes, woman of God. Uh, Mighty woman of God. Amen. Yes. Yes, they are. You know, yes, they're they like, are. Uh, woman of God. You know, amen. Uh, amen. That's right. You know, praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Deborah, hey? Remember Deborah in the Bible? Yes. Amen. Amen. Yes. Yes. That's right. yes. Praise God. Yeah. So, uh, yes. like uh, Brother Edward and myself, we want to say a special, uh, special hi to you both of you. You know, and uh, you know what? Uh, we are just blessed. Uh, Brother Edward and I are just blessed, and we are honored, yes. Yes. honored to, to to come on every second Friday, and 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 teach yes. and preach and uh, do what. The Holy Spirit wants us to do to the best of our ability. Isn't that right, Brother Edward? That's right, my brother. And you know what's so good about that? I'm seeing the Lord. The Lord is intervening in a way. He's coming in and taking over like never before. And he's doing his thing. He really is in the teaching, preaching, and everything. God is intervening in a way. And now he's setting people free, healing them, delivering them, naturally saving them. And uh, this is the easiest time because this is the time of restoration. This is the time mm-hmm. to go forth, to get out of that boat, and step into the water because that's when the anointing is there. That's where it's all about. And it's so real, you know. I was just sharing with some people today about that and just what it is. It's a simple thing when we talk about it because it's a very simple thing to do. And, and it's, but what happens, well, we, I won't get into that right now, but uh, what happens People a lot of times are hesitant about it. They fear something hold them back. But the blessings yeah, yeah. are there when you win. And you have it. And, of course, 
there's too much to be said, but it's for everybody. That's the beautiful thing. It's not just people like ourselves that are in the fivefold, but whosoever no. will. It's all That's about right. whosoever will apply that word. Mm-hmm. I was very interested so, in the name. Brother Sam mm-hmm. put on a post, and it's go and recover all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's right. Today, right. 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 You know, go and recover all. You know, and that's what the Lord's saying to us. You know, I mean, everything the enemy stolen from us, stolen from us, is going to be is going to be uh, is going to be uh, brought back to us. And I believe yes, it's brought it is. back to us. You know, that's what the Lord gave That's what the Lord gave me back in 1981. That scripture, Joel 2, verse uh, uh, 20, uh, 25 and 26. Joel 2, verse 25 and 26. I'll restore to yeah. you the years of pomegranate and the canker worm. Then he said, Habakkuk 2, 3, the vision for the appointed yeah. time, wait for it. It will surely come to pass. And you did, when you said what you just said, my brother, though, that was that was right from God for you to say that, because this is truly that hour of restoration, healing, finances, families, anything that's been stolen from you, which we can all say everything one way or another has been stolen from us, but it's payback time. This is payback time. This is harvest time for souls. It's payback time for God's people that are committed to him. So right now, restore, prepare tonight on this broadcast to receive the anointing. It's not just our talking or speaking or teaching. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. And always, when you have a program, anything we do, I always do that. All my programs release the Holy Spirit like like Apostle Roy just did and release the anointing right there, and people are saved, healed, delivered, whatever it might be, many times without us saying a word, but that anointing is there to meet you. It's the anointing that destroys the yoke. It's not by power and might, but by my spirit saith the Lord in Zechariah 4, 6. So just receive Amen. what the Lord is speaking to you about. He wants to meet you tonight on this program. This is meeting okay. time for whoever is listening. Out there. I encourage all you listeners to open your hearts up and receive what you have need of and what God wants to do in your life and through your life. Amen. And the scripture the Lord put on me today is, uh, uh, is uh, uh, in Joshua. It says, choose this day whom you will serve. Right now, we have to make a choice every day who we're going to serve, my brother. Amen. And I'm talking to everybody. Right. I'm talking to, talking to Brother Edward. I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to everyone. The Lord put this on my heart. Is this what he said? Yes. The choices we make today determine our destiny in God tomorrow. Amen. Amen. So please make the choice every day to choose Jesus. Yes. To get closer, every day. To get closer to Jesus. To turn your eyes upon Jesus. This is this is the day where God is glorified. And, of course, uh, G, you know, uh, we're talking about Daddy God, and we're talking about, we're talking about Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Amen? That they are glorified Amen. and not the devil. There's too much of glorification to the devil, and it needs to stop. Yes, that's right. 
That's right. They're Amen, brother. They're glorifying the devil by always talking about how sick they are. Always talking mm-hmm. about uh, how poor they are. We've got to stop that. We've got to stop that. Amen. We've got to start speaking the word of God. What does the word of God say? What does That's the word right. of God say Amen. about poverty? What does the word of God say about sickness? What does the word of God say about a spirit of heaviness? It doesn't matter. We've got to start speaking, confessing, proclaiming, living the word of God. That's right. And speaking Amen. what God says. Not even, not even speaking what the doctor says. Speaking what God says. Amen? Amen. Amen. And, and we're talking about going up to the high places, you know, bringing the devil's king. Well, that's one way of doing it, you know, is using the weapons that God, that God has given us. And the, and the weapons are the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, and prayer. Amen? That's right. Amen. Amen. Go ahead, Brother Edward. I'm going to keep going on and on. Okay. Just go ahead, bro. That's okay. Yeah, there's too much we can say. Well, you know, what you said there, to sum up what you're saying, Proverbs uh, 18.21 says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. That's why we speak exactly. God's words, not the devil's words. And another thing that, to get really where it's at, God has told me, and I had it confirmed through other ministers that I just saw recently, because everything I've been doing I don't watch other pastors, ministers very often. The, the couple I have and things like that, but very rarely because God feeds me. I go in there and look at the same thing. You know, in other words, by the Holy Ghost. But by the Holy Ghost, we speak these things. You know, yeah. people as a fighter, if a person's a fighter or a boxer, they have to be offensive and defensive. They defend themselves right. by blocking the punch. They're offensive by delivering the knockout blow, right? Now, we are to destroy the works of the devil. That's one of the reasons that Jesus came. And we'll be getting into that, I know, tonight, uh, destroying the works of the devil. Now, if we're destroying the works of the devil, we can't be talking about, oh, he hit me here, oh, I got a pain here, oh, the devil did this, the devil did that. We have to block him, sure, and there's two ways that we block him, and we can talk about that, too, But uh, the two things that we do to block the devil. But what we have to do is focus on delivering offensive, because we're out to destroy the works. Destroying the works of the devil is making people well. First of all, saved, healed, delivered, set free. All the things that Jesus came to do. In fact, Psalms 107.20 said he came and he destroyed things, everything that is out to destroy us and hurt us. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Anything that tries to destroy the race is what we destroy through the power of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus. And that's what we're supposed to be about. And the two that's ways right. that I won't get into taking too much time with you, I want you to naturally speak too. But you know, the two ways that we defeat the devil, Luke ten, nineteen and twenty says that we have authority over the spirit in the name of Jesus. We can cast about cast them down. They gotta move when we speak because we use the name of Jesus. So we've been given that authority, the word power, dunamis. Okay, the other way we we uh, deal with the devil, he brings thoughts always to their mind because everything that comes our way has to enter into the mind. In Second Corinthians right. 10, 5, yeah, exactly. we block yeah. those thoughts that don't line up with the word of God. We cast them down. If it's God, 
then, of course, now we're going to let that thought in. But anything like comes and says, you're sick, you're going to lose your job, you're going to be destroyed, you cast it down. You don't give it thought. Just like you would we hit a mosquito landing on your arm when you're out in a picnic or something. You do the same thing with the devil. If you notice, when Jesus was on the mountain, remember, he didn't talk to the devil. He says, as it is written, as it is written. That's right. And that's what we're right. quoting the word talking to him or quoting the word and telling him to get out in Jesus' name, you see. So there are the two ways. Right, when amen. something wrong comes to your mind, harassing spirits, demonic activity, any situation there, it comes to you in the name of Jesus. You take authority over that thing, and you cast it down. You do not receive it because greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. So you have the name of Jesus, the authority of God, the greater one within you, and you have authority over the spirits. And in Jesus' name, I don't care if it's witchcraft or any kind of craft, it comes against you. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke darkness out, and I command it out in the name of Jesus. And you believe that. You just simply have to believe these few things here, that the greater one's in you, that you have authority over it according to the word of God, and you can cast it down, you see. But many people uh, hear that, but they don't believe it in their heart. You've got to rise up like you're ready to get into a fight because if somebody would come into your house and go to put garbage on your, your uh, living room, you'd get pretty violent right away. Well, see, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violence take it by force. We take that's it by force. We right, say, devil, right. you have no authority over me. I'm getting you out now. I'm not moved by you at all. You don't scare me, devil, in Jesus' name. You have to have an attitude like that. That is an attitude against the devil. That we have have to have because you can't be mamsy pamsy or like uh, Barney Fife because if you do that he'll just beat you from pillar to post. You have got to fight today, folks. You have got to fight the good fight of faith. And these are just a couple of things that I said. This this is something I'm doing a lot of teaching on how to do this and what Amen. to do and when to do it. I run into this daily with people all over the place, and and I'll tell you. That's the only way out of it, because if I wouldn't do that myself, if Apostle Roy wouldn't do that, we'd be in the same shape. But I'll tell you, those that are doing that there are, are having the joy of the Lord. They're having peace in their heart, and they have the victory. They're going forth, and there's a big payoff coming, you see. So that's why we're here. We want to get people, first of all, saved, healed, delivered, set free on fire for Jesus, and then doing the same with everybody you come in contact or who God sends you to do what you're supposed to do, you see. That's why we're on these broadcasts. We want to hook you up to the Lord Jesus Christ because we know when you're in him, following him, you're safe. You're in that secret place of the Most High. And if you read Amen. Psalms 91, that's pertaining to people who are in the secret place of the Most High. And if you say to the Apostle Roy today, if you say to him, well, I want to get closer to God, I want to get God to get closer to me. Well, he says in James 4, uh, 7 and 8, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, he will flee from you. Draw near to me, I'll draw near to you. And, and just these past few minutes, Amen. I've been speaking, and, and Apostle Roy, if you put us both together here with what was said, everything in a nutshell is out in the past five minutes or so. So just really concentrate on that. Pray about that. Put that into effect. And watch, watch what will happen in your life. You, you see, the proof is in the pudding. When you do that, it'll work because God comes on the scene. He honors his word, you see. And that's what it's all about. Possible, we go ahead there. <laughs> and I think, you know, the thing is, my brother, is that, you know, I'm just going to speak this out because, you know, I think we've seen we've got to get away from being here, just hearers of the word, and we've got to start being doers of the word. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you can yeah. hear the word, you can hear the word, hear the word. 
you need to get that word in inside of you. You know, like uh, for That's example, right, uh, you know, I'm not saying people, but like Brother Jack Van Impey, okay? Now, Brother Jack oh, Van yeah. Impey, he was like a walking Bible. Now, that didn't happen overnight, Brother Edward. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like all of a sudden, he didn't wake up and say, oh, well, he, I knew all the scriptures and all that stuff. No, he basically, he paid the price. He studied it. He went through the Bible. It was scripture by scripture and everything like that. And you know what? We need to start doing that. Every day, I do the best I can, Brother Edward, to put a scripture on on, on East End Revival Ministries and send it out. I send it out to... Uh, I send it out to uh, uh, a lot of my, 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 my brothers and sisters, and then I send, it, I send it out to groups. But every day mm-hmm. I do that because you know why I do it? Because the Lord told me to. Because that's people right. need Amen. they need the Word of God. That's, and, that's and, what and it is. What? That's what it is, Roy. Exactly, my friend. And you know what you just said is something that began with me 52 years ago when I got saved. Uh, that's what I did. I spent time, I spent 10 hours in the Scriptures meditating, and that's why I'm able to quote the Word of God, know where it's found, and usually don't use notes or anything. I don't need notes for what's going on. I, I just float with the Word. And it, 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 to me, it's not only for teaching and preaching, but it's for your personal use, because anything I come up against, yeah. I know where it's in the Bible. I can quote the Scripture, and that's like Jack Van Empey did, you know, the same thing. And, and and I'll tell you what, I, I was fearful of the Bible when I first got saved. I said, how in the world can I learn this? The big book. Exactly. And he let me into that. And just what you said, you take scriptures, meditate on them, then review them in your mind. You know, you keep reviewing things. Just like if you're an instrument player or a musician, you keep practicing that guitar, keep bringing it back to your mind. Like, I'll bring different scriptures back to my mind and just you know, just go work out with them. You've got to do that because I don't care how much you know or what's in your computer or your mind. Uh, in order to really flow with it, you've got to keep it active. It's got to be activated and stay going because anything that remains dormant becomes stale and nothing happens. But if you keep active, we are we were created to be active. We were, there's never supposed to be a retirement in us. We were to be active from the from the cradle to the grave. And what happens is if we're not active with our brain or in the Word, we become stagnant or stale or anything else. But we're to be active people continuing on. And if we do that, it really pays off because I can't tell you over the years, not only in ministering, preaching, and teaching, but in personal counseling and ministering to people, how it has helped. Because uh, people have a lot of questions, they want to know a lot of things, and you ask, uh, they'll ask you things, and, and, and you come up with things for them, you know, you, you, you get the broad knowledge of it. You're not maybe a historian, but I'm talking about the spiritual aspects of it, the most important thing. Not everybody knows the geography of it and things like that, but in the situations of what the spiritual part is and the doings and everything like that and the flowing of the Spirit, that's what we need to know because that's what we live daily. And we must be able to know that. Well, Psalms 119.11, that word I hid in my heart, that I won't sin against thee. So it's hidden in your heart. That's just what you said a while ago. It must be in their heart. And most people, there again, Jesus said, those that hear my voice, okay, you can listen to the word, but faith doesn't come by listening. It comes beginning by listening, but the hearing goes with it. And if you hear it, okay. you listen to it in your ears, 
in your head, but you hear it in your heart. And if you hear it in your heart, then you're going to lean towards putting it into your life, you see. But you have to hear it in your heart before you put it in your life. You can listen out of your head for 40 years. It won't matter. But he said those that hear it. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question here, brother. How do you know my voice? How I know your voice is because I've listened to it many, 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 many times. I've heard your voice. I've, I've been familiar with that. I communicated with you. We communicated uh, many, many times. And that voice is, is uh, I could, just by saying one syllable, I would know it because of much time spent with you, you see, talking, uh, hearing your voice. Uh, but it had to be time spent with you to hear it. Now, I, I didn't have to... Uh, uh, practice in a sense like you do with the word but it comes to you just like to hear the voice of the holy spirit you will know when it's the holy spirit now you're, yeah, it that's is. right that's right brother that's the whole key yeah, God, God is, and i'll tell you something how handy that is told me recently uh, a couple months ago or so to, to pray for judgment to fall now most people mm-hmm. say oh my heaven what do you but I knew the voice of God. I never heard anybody talk about it before. So what did I, I hear? He told me to do that. I started talking about it. I never heard from nobody. Then he confirmed it to me through another brother, Brother Kent Christmas. He started talking about it. Yes, that's and then right. some other Kent, that's right. and people that are reliable, good men of God uh, that, uh, yes, that do it. Is. And he always does that. But the point I'm trying to make is if I didn't know the voice of God, I would have been shaking in my boots with that. And I probably wouldn't have yeah. done it. But I know the voice of God, so I said, hey, I know this is God's voice. I've not heard it before, but I'm going to speak it out in my programs, my teaching, my talk, and everything. I'm going to put my neck out there, you know, so to speak, because I, I know the voice yeah. of the Lord. Not that I can't miss it, but I, I've learned over these few years a few things about that, and I've seen it work like that. And then it's such a blessing when it's confirmed to you because – God's pleased with that, that you respect what he tells you to do. It seems like you're going against what's being said at the risk of people thinking you're some type of a crackpot. <laughs> but when yeah, you do right, that, and his voice, so you're preparing yourself for greater things when we hear his voice. That way he can speak to us. But the Bible also says judgment begins with the house of, with the house of God. Judgment begins with us, right? Amen? Exactly. No? Exactly. Right? It's our fault the world is the way it is because we haven't done our job. That's why That's right. it is the way it is because we haven't prayed. We haven't taken our part. We've not did a very good job of displaying Jesus over these 2,000 years. There's been a lot of, especially now, a lot of room for improvement. We tried to create our own gospel. But the gospel of God is coming back in a way beyond what it ever was on earth, even when Jesus himself was here. And that's why we're being up and it's so important that we hear the voice of God like you're saying Apostle Roy we know the voice and we obey that voice above all things and and do the thing because this way we're going to show Jesus like never before he's moving like never before and people are going to be saved healed delivered and come in the kingdom like never before but the buck stops at our desk and we must put it into practice we have that responsibility we have a great responsibility Roy we have a great responsibility. We need to really take it serious because we're going to give an account as apostles. We're going to give a higher account as apostles. Oh, I know. And uh, I, I certainly want to have well done, uh, good and faithful servant. Not, son, you missed it. And uh, that's why I have to obey and judge myself and 
daily examine myself and daily commit and make a decision for the Lord because it's not a, a one-week thing. Or, but it's a daily, because we're making how many decisions a day, Paul Roy? How many decisions That's do you right. make? You could make a wrong decision, or I could do the same thing. So yep. uh, we have it's a 24-7 thing. It's, Christianity is a lifestyle. It's a relationship, but yep, it's a exactly. lifestyle with Exactly. What happened? Yes. Are you there, yes, Ed? Uh, yes. Are you there? I'm there, buddy. Yeah. You hear me? Can you hear? Can, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. You've been loud and clear. The enemy doesn't like what we're talking about in the name of Jesus, though. He's out in the name of Jesus. That's right. This is yeah, God. I'm in agreement. Get off in this channel of- now, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' Anybody? name, this is God, the power of God. Yes, that's, that's right. uh, you know, there's been more interferences now than ever before in life because the enemy's trying to interrupt or disrupt things. But all you have to do is just keep swinging because you're nailing him. You're nailing him every that's time. Right. So, and that's what we're about. And But I just like to we encourage to remember, the people that. We have to remember one thing, the devil is an author of confusion. Sure he is. Amen. That's the only way. Yeah. That's right. He tries to get us off track. Distract But us. our God is a God of, of, of order. Our God is a God of order. Exactly. Amen. Exactly. Amen. Our God is a God of order. He does. Yes. He, the Lord does. He does things step by step. He directs our steps. He orders our steps. But it's step by step. Amen. Yes. Amen. Great. Amen. He, he says, in all, all your ways, acknowledge me and I'll direct your path. And Proverbs yeah. 3, 6, that means that I'm to give him, put him in the equation. In other words, God, what are we going to do here? And when I do that, yeah. he said, I'll direct your steps. But if I don't invite him in and direct me what to do and to show me what to do, I'll only take my own steps. But that's what we always exactly. have to do, always ask God's permission. Don't make any decision without the approval of God. And you know why you really should do that? First of all, we're supposed to do that. But another thing, did you ever think, when you go out to do something, if God says, I want you to say you start a business, he'd tell you to start a business, Roy. Okay, if he told you to start that, you could always come back to him when the times get rough and say, Lord, you had me start this business. Now, what, what do you want me to do? You started this, you want it, so I want to complete it. Because I know you always set things up for completion Done right. right. Okay. Say you didn't get his permission to start that business. You started. Things get rough. You couldn't go to God like that. What you would do, you'd be going to God and say, Lord, did I mess up? Did I start this business wrongly? Was that not your will? Yeah. Because it must have been God. Well, look what happened. So you see, yeah. there's no safeguard to that. Because problems come your way whether God directs you to do something or whether he doesn't. <clears throat> but the thing is, you have a recourse with God. When he does it, and you have a security, know that, hey, this is going to be a success. It can't be a failure because God started in me, so I'm just going to follow God. That's right. When you don't have that. uh, Amen. When I started, uh, the Lord had me start VIP Express. That was from the Lord. And uh, and then he put in there VIP Express, and he told me to put where everyone is important. And so I got to, you know, the Lord, I got got to uh, speak to a lot of people. You know, because uh, I had right. doctors and lawyers and, and, you know, people 
you know, just with me other jobs. But you know what? But I treated them all the same, my brother. I never treated anyone different. I don't care if they're a doctor or a lawyer or, or an, M- an MC or, um, you know, in the government, yeah. it didn't matter to me. Everyone was treated the same because the Lord said to me, where everyone is important, you take. Amen? That's right. That's right. And the Word tells us that to show no respect to persons. In other words, whether it be uh, a person that's way up there or a person that come in the, from the street, because people are people. Showing preference to anybody or anything is always wrong, in a sense, because yep. you have to treat everybody really the same. And that's what we're supposed to do. That's the way God looks at it. But there is people that would, uh, you know, they come in, we're going to give you a great high seat because you're an important personality or celebrity. Yep. But somebody comes in and works in a shop, they don't do that. In other words, they're showing favoritism. Yep. In other words, you look better, we'll put you yep. here. But that's the beautiful thing about God. We're all on equal grounds. And like Ephesians 3.20 says, God can do above all all that we ask or even think according to the power that works in us. So the buck is yeah. always at our desk for everything. Yeah, well, the buck was, is at our desk. There was, there, there, was, there was a thing where this pastor, he basically, he got he, he, he was the, uh, uh, he's going to be put in as the uh, the lead pastor of, of, the, of the congregation. But what he did, that, that, that day he came, uh, and he didn't shave and everything like that. He come in uh, older clothes and everything like that. So he walks into the building, and and the first thing that that usher says to him, "Oh, you sit at the back. You just you just sit uh, you sit at the back. Don't come up to the front. You sit at the back." So the guy so, so he said, "Okay, I'll sit at the back." And then he said, basically, it was like, you know. And then and then the, they come up and they you know like it was like. They're, everybody's kind of looking at him, giving him dirty looks. Then all of a sudden there, Brother Edward, they said, mm. we'd, like to, we'd like you to meet the new pastor, the lead pastor of the congregation, and guess who it was? It was him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he, so I've heard he that. Gets, I've read that. So he gets up, he gets up, and he goes to the front of the, of the, uh, of the congregation, and this is what he says. He said, service is canceled today. The service is canceled. I, I said, he said, I'm not preaching. I'm not doing nothing today. He said, the service is canceled today because he said, you guys need to repent. That's right. Amen. Of, of Amen. how you treat people. He said, you know, he said, I came into the service. He said, you know, and he said, the Lord, the, the Lord put that on my heart to do this. And he just showed you, showed me what you guys were like. Mm-hmm. Amen. The sad, sad truth that and you know, that could and be. The, the problem is, and the problem is, uh, brother Edward, I shouldn't talk this, speak this out. A lot of the congregations do the exact same thing. Oh yes, oh yes. But Jesus never did that, because even the Sadducees <laughs> and Pharisees told Jesus, "What, what are you hanging around with people for?" You remember? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Right. Right. That's right. The foolish of the world found the world. And that's what the Holy Spirit brings to us, too, there, Edward. You know yourself. You know, guy knocking at the door. Yes. Amen. That's the, right. The gentleman that's... basically, 
gentleman that I was basically coming back to home, and uh, basically uh, he was on the uh, two o'clock in the morning. He was on the middle of the road, and anyway, what happened was I went by him, and just as I went by him, the Lord spoke to me and He said to pick him up. His name was Gore. He had tattoos all over him, long hair, great big guy. And he said he just came from Miracle mm-hmm. Valley. He just came from Miracle mm-hmm. Valley, and 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 he said and he said you're the tent car. And I said, what? You're the tent car. He said, I've been out here for two hours. And he said, I said, Lord, I need a ride, and I'm going to believe the tent car is going to pick me up. He said, you went by me, but all of a sudden, I see these brake lights come on. He said, mm-hmm. he said, and I, and I went, <laughs> I looked, just in the car, and I'm looking at, and I'm looking at my oh, my God, what did I just do? Then I get close to home, and the Lord speaks for me, and he says, take him home. I said, what? Mm-hmm. Take him home. Uh-huh. So, I, so I phoned Abby, got confirmation. She got to bring him home. And he stayed with us for, you know, for a long, long, quite a while. So he got back on his feet, got a job and stuff. And then he ended up going back home to his wife and ch- wife and children, a wife and, and young a ch- young child in Ontario. Amen? Yes. Amen. Right. We had in our place, we had something similar. He was, it was the next Hell's Angel that we met when PTL was uh, in form out here in, in the 80s, you know, at uh, in Charlotte here. And uh, anyhow, we met him, and he uh, came and stayed with us a while at our home. And then, of course, he went to my mother-in-law's home for a while, a period of time. But he was a ex-Hell's Angel. And, uh, of course, Amen. he shared things about it, what had happened. And, and it's true, you know, people, you run into people from all walks and uh uh, what happens is, and I've seen people, I'll tell you, Pastor Larry Huck, my streaming pastor, he was one of the most vile creatures that ever lived, what he was a part of. He had a stronger yes. testimony than Nicky Cruz, you know, the crossing the switchblade. I mean, he, yeah, he was yeah. the baddest of the bad. And what he, way he was treated, way he was put down, remind me what you're talking about. The minister had come in there at that church, and he was treated like that. They said, "You'll never amount to nothing." Put him down. And now I don't know a pastor that's doing anything for Israel in the country, and, and the preference and everything he's got. I can't name you one minister in the world that has any more favor than he is doing now in the job that he's doing with Israel and around the world. I don't know of any pastor. To me, it's been any more successful and prominent in what he's done. But he was the, the bad of the bad, what you're talking about there, violent, hostile. But uh, God turned him around, and that's, that's the, 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 the blessings of God. He likes to take the worst of the worst and create something right. beautiful out of them. You know? yeah, and that's, that's and right. used to these people, uh, Apostle Roy, they know God better than most people for the simple reason they know what they came from. A lot of people never yeah, get out right. into things badly, don't recognize as much. So I'm not saying get out and do things that didn't know it. But it depends where you came from. But you learn as you experience God and get close to God and see what he does for you, uh, the little things, not just the major things. You recognize how God does love you. You recognize how, how God is there for you. And you recognize that he's going to take care of you. So, therefore, you have more confidence because you know that the Lord's going to take care of you. You're following him. He's taking care of you. You're in his secret place. You're claiming his word. You're confessing his word like yeah. we were talking earlier. All these things, because we have to, we have to have a, a God, the presence of God with us all the time in a realm of an attitude. In other words, watch what you say, watch what you do. Consider 
Jesus right with you at all times, because he is. He's within you, the Amen. Holy Spirit. His presence all the time of how you conduct yourself and your actions. Also, how you deal with situations that come your way, things that try to bring That's fear right. to you. Consider big brothers there inside of you, our elder brother, Jesus Christ. Consider him Amen. there That's with right. you. And you're not going to fight the fight. He's going to fight it for you. In other words, we, we use the battle of fight, faith. We fight the battle of faith. He's already fought the battle and won the battle, but he's there. Amen. And if you want to see, you know why people, why the enemy runs from the devil and why the forces of darkness run? Look in Revelation in the churches where he gets on the, the seven churches and read the description yep. there. The fiery eyes, the wool, the hair is wool, the voice of many rivers. That's what the devil is seeing. That's what the forces of hell see. And when you go in the name of Jesus, casting the devil out, casting sickness, disease out, all infirmity, witchcraft, anything that you can think of, all darkness, that's what they're going up against. So I'll tell you what, if I was going against something that looked like that, I would be getting out of the way too. That's what it is. It isn't that little Jesus that you think about sometimes that people try to promote on the, on the cross. They're just like a, a little frail man like us. But what he is right now, he is God. He's God's power. And that's what they face to recognize that's the kind of power you got. Now, counting just the angels, and one angel at one time in the Bible wiped yeah. out 20, I believe it was 23,000 people. One angel. Hey, that's just one angel out of the millions and millions yeah, of yeah, angels. Yeah. Now, just thinking of Jesus, I mean, we got that artillery, folks. We got that, Roy. That, that's the kind of backing we have when we speak the Word of God to obey God and follow Him and are in His secret place. That's the protection we got. And I don't know if protection better than that. <laughs> that, 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 that's what we have within us. That's the power we have fighting for us. That's the name we used to do it. We have to recognize more just what we have, what we are due, and where we're at because people just don't understand who they are, what they are, and what's backing them up. We have to visualize those things and recognize right. this going for us. And when you do that, if you had, if you had if you were going to be in a fight, somebody was looking for you, a group of people, and you had about a thousand strong-armed men around you, you wouldn't be too concerned about fifty or a hundred other men coming because you know they're going to wipe them out, right? And we got something for it better than that because ours all it takes is one little flip of the finger with God, and He can destroy everything. He would all he have to do is just bat an eyelash and he could wipe everything out. That's the kind of God we serve. So nothing can happen to us. He, you know, so but to praise God, I just uh, somebody needed to hear that tonight because we Amen. don't realize how dangerous we are and how powerful we are to the works of hell. Amen. I just wanted to say too to everybody out there, you remember one thing. When when you use the name of Jesus when you use the name of Jesus don't use it lightly. Because when you use the name of Jesus, all hell trembles. When you speak the name of Jesus, all hell trembles. That's right. And all heaven rejoices. Let me say that again. When you when you speak the name of speak the name of Jesus. All hell trembles. That's how much power there is in that name. And we've taken it too lightly sometimes. Like Brother Edward just basically said, the power, this power in the name of Jesus breaks every yoke of the enemy in your life. 
He's the great physician. He's the healer. He's the one that does miracles. Amen? Amen. We need to basically, we need to basically uh, 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 worshiping him, praise him, lift him up. Jesus said, I lift it up. I will draw men unto me. The Son of God was manifested to destroy the works of the devil. Every time Jesus manifests his presence, his power, his love, his glory, the devil's works are destroyed. Mm-hmm. Amen, brother? That's right. That's exactly right. Just have to believe that and act upon that. Accept that as truth and dare to walk out in that and watch what God will do in your life Amen. and through your life. And the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit always magnifies Jesus. He always lifts Jesus up. He always magnifies magnifies the Lord. That's what the Holy Spirit does. Exactly. If the Holy Spirit, if if something in the Holy, if the Holy Spirit is not magnifying the Lord, it's not of the Holy Spirit. You're dealing with another. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Go ahead, Brother Edward. Okay. Go ahead, Brother Edward. It begins with Father. Remember, Father God told Jesus what the gate really put the orders down. And Jesus didn't say anything of himself, but he only spoke of what the Father told him. Jesus only spoke what the Father told him. Okay? Right, Jesus amen. sent the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, as Apostle Roy just said, only speaks of what Jesus said. The Holy Spirit doesn't speak of himself. He speaks the word of Jesus, okay? That's now, right. we amen. are to speak what the Spirit of God tells us. And, of course, it goes to the Trinity because the three in one, you say, the three in one, they are. They're all in unity. One it says that they all. When one says it, they all say it. Now we're a three-part being: spirit, soul, and body. Where our spirit, which is a real us, gets the, gets everything from God. Okay, we have a soul or a mind or, or, or a set of emotions, our wills, and everything in what we call the soul. Then the body, of course, the body is the body. Now, what God has given me in the spirit, I must put that in my soul. In other words. In my mind, study to show yourself approved, you see, renewing your mind, it says in Romans 12, 1 and 2, I must renew my mind Amen. by what the Scripture says. I must familiarize myself, study it, meditate upon it. And, and meditation is, is the highest level. That's where you get true revelations of it and really understanding of it, and then they're able to put it into practice, okay? Now, after that, my body must carry it out. It must do what my spirit said to my soul and what my soul saying to me. That way, for my spirit to have something, my body acts it out. We need to be in one with ourselves just like the Godhead is. The Godhead is in one with themselves. He's created us in three parts, so therefore we need to be in one with ourselves. When we start doing what our spirit man says, it's going to work. But you see, some people get something from God and the spirit. Their mind goes a little else elsewhere and their body does something else and that can't be blessed you see but we have to be in unity one in oneness in unity you see there's one faith one god one spirit and we got to be unified what we believe there can't be doubt unbelief but we have to be unified and and what uh, what we're saying brother Roy just said what i said right there uh we've been commissioned 
to finish the works of, of Jesus Christ. He said in John fourteen twelve, the things I do, so shall you do. And and uh, because I go to my Father. Now, in Luke four eighteen it says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. And you know something right there? That was speaking of Jesus. That's even in capital letters in your Bible. But you know, Amen. that's speaking for the rest of us, too. That's speaking for us, too. Lord's anointed us, and you read that and see what it says on there, what it tells you. You're anointed for that, for what he sees and when he wants you to do it. You see, I'm anointed to do everything. Roy is, and other people, not just in the ministry, but outside, we're anointed to do anything, okay? Now, the Holy Spirit severally uses his gifts to us. He will, right? Okay? We have to be open for that, that we can be used at any time, any place, with anything, you see. Great things from raising the dead to uh, cleaning the toilet in the uh, in the church or whatever it might be, because we're all things to all people. In fact, I ask God now. This is kind of a personal testimony thing. Uh, I I'm in the fivefold ministry, of course, Apostle Ed, but I've operated and operate in the five all five of the uh, the callings yes, right man, there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do, bro. Yes, you do. And, and what happens? What happens is I said, Father, I go by the name of Apostle, but just what am I in this thing? And uh, Lord, what He said to me, and it's something that it, 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 that sounds like a God answer, and it really is. It's a biblical answer. He said, "You're all things to all people." Apostle Paul was all. He said, "I'm all people," and that's what we really all are. If you really want to get technical, because it, it's not naming, any, naming anything or any claim to fame at all. It's just saying, Lord, here I am, whether you're in the fivefold ministry or not. I want to be what you want me to be whenever you want me to be, who you want it to be with, whatever. Avail yourself to do whatsoever God wants to do with you. That's all that's important. Amen. These other things are secondary, but all you want to do is what the Lord wants you to do. Don't that's think great, about amen. any title. Think about anything. we got to get that stuff out of the way and just think about getting the orders from headquarters and just fulfilling that. Don't be concerned about the other thing. Just be concerned about pleasing the Lord and do what he wants you to do. That's right, amen. That's the most important thing. And you know, the five-fold ministry. Oh, yeah, I was done right there. You go ahead, brother. I I said everything there on that one. And the five-fold ministry, apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher, they're gifts to the body. They're, they're gifts to you guys. We're gifts to you because, you know mm-hmm. what, we're called to equip and train you yes. for the work of the ministry you're called to. Amen? That's so it. It's, uh, the Lord holds yeah, us brother. accountable. The Lord holds Hold us on. accountable for, for equipping and training you. Yes, sir. You're called to. Amen? And for the perfecting of the saints. And we are accountable to do that. So if we are not going in that gifting, that the Lord, uh, you know, the gifting, the Lord, you know, whatever gifting it is, basically, mm-hmm. it, 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 it hurts It hurts the body. It hurts you guys out there. Right? Yes, it surely does. You know? Isn't that true, brother? It, it is. It, it's, it's such a responsible thing. That's why I said don't so many want uh, being an apostle. Don't so many want that because of grave responsibility because, hey, we're, we're responsible. Everything I've been doing, telling people, sharing with people, praying, teaching, preaching, I'm accountable for what I say. If I'm leading somebody astray, hey, I can lead somebody to hell. So I've got to make sure that I'm, I'm giving them the right scoop and everything I do, and I have to make sure I'm on the right page, you know. And it, 
it, it's the most responsible uh, job in the world. It really is. There's nothing more important than that. There isn't anything in the world. You could be ruler of the world. You could be president of the United States or of the whole world, and that's not near as important because you're dealing with our eternity. And what we're doing, we're not dealing with just their life on this earth. We're dealing with where they go to eternity, how they live here, how they, how and what they do on earth. We lead them to do the wrong thing or lead them astray. It's, uh, uh, I don't want to stand before God and uh, him tell me, well, badly done, thou unfaithful servant. I mean, it's it's a humbling thing, Roy. Uh, it, it, exactly. really, it gets me to stop and think about everything. I mean, I enjoy it. I love it. And I, I know I'm doing right. Not that I don't make, make mistakes and say things wrong because I'm, I don't know everything and I'm not perfect and all, but certain no, things we all it. don't know. But, uh, but I think back on and I think, well, hey, don't take it lightly. You know, really don't take it lightly what you act, what you do, what you don't do. Because how do I perform in front of people? Not just their teaching and preaching, but what do they see in me? How do I act and react? Am I reacting like a man of God? Or am I reacting like the world or a hypocrite? You know, in other words, they see and exactly. hear one thing from me and there. And that's the most dangerous thing because that's what's kept people out of the churches, Brother Roy. That's what kept them that's out. Right. And I, what did Jesus say about those that lead the little one astray? It's better for the exactly. mouth to be hung around their neck down the deepest sea and not even be born in to do that. That's, that's a pretty big violation in the eyes of the Lord. And I think he meant what he said and said what he meant. And I don't want to fall oh, in that definitely. category. And the thing about and the other thing about Jesus, too, Jesus went out and he did all the miracles and everything like that. Then he said to the, his disciples, he said, now you guys go do it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's Jesus it. basically, Jesus never said, well, you guys know what, you can't do it, no you know, uh, you know, you're not, you know, you're not uh, holy enough. No, Jesus basically said for them to go out and do it in His name, right? Yes, he did. I mean, that's the whole yes, thing. So the fivefold ministry, yes, and we need to get, get get that. Say, you know what? We've shown you, you know, uh, we've shown you, and now it's time for you to go. Uh, you know, uh, we, we spent time in, in, you know, in in, in uh, teaching on prayer. It's time for you to pray. Mm-hmm. That's right. We're, we're, we're teaching you. Uh, we're teaching you on uh, laying hands on the sick and uh, healing. It's time for you to lay hands yep. on the sick. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. That's the whole key. Amen, that's the whole key. Yeah. Basically, you know, it's like you said. Yeah. You, uh, you said the other day. Uh, you, you said this. You said, Roy. You said, you know what? It's time to quit fishing for the people and catching the fish, and it's time for them to catch their own fish. That's right. We teach people to fish. Exactly. You know, that was, I was just ready to say that this is, this is timely. You know, we're teaching people. That's what our job, teaching people how to fish. Now, as you said a little earlier, now it's time for them to go fishing, you see. We aren't taught how to do something. Jesus didn't do all this teaching. And then not only did he teach us, but he uh, designed us, he assigned us, he commanded us to go forth. And he said, I give you dunamis, the power of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Acts one eight. So we got the the, the uh, organization of it. In other words, he said, I ordain you to do this. It's what you're to do, and I'm empowering you to do it. So therefore, now you go and do it. And if I don't go to do it, then I'm like the man that had the gifts and talents. Remember, I buried those talents and everything. Exactly. I mean, that, it, it, 
we've got to, you know, that's disobedience to God, disobedience to sin. I, I've got to fulfill. You know, somebody put in, in uh, on uh, Facebook uh, that I asked a question. I said, uh, well, somebody else put that up, and I put it up for the fun of it to see what they say. And uh, uh, the one, they tell you what they, when they see you, what the, what, the, what the thought comes in their mind when they see you. They said various things, a lot of things. But, uh, what really impressed me the most and I liked the most was one, one man put in there, a man with a mission. And that's Amen. exactly what it is, a mission yep. I, I consider all these other things you could put to it but a man with a mission the mission to complete what i'm called to do in other words that's the whole right. uh apple right there the whole thing the whole whole thing to do and that's what what uh what i feel i know and that's what you feel that we all need to be that way because we need to get people mission-minded the mission they're called to to complete that and today it's so important as you began to hear in the voice of god uh, to hear his voice, to obey his voice, because I pray that I can hear his voice better, and I pray everything better, because I'm recognizing we're going to be without wrinkle and spot, and we're going to operate like never before. And we've already saw some beginnings of it right now. I know we've personally experienced it, and we've seen it with others. Uh, but it's just the beginning and its infancy. But I have to be qualified to be in that, because you have to qualify to be in the remnant. It's like the scripture in Second Chronicles 16:9. The eyes of the Lord go to and fro that He can find someone heart perfect towards Him, that He can show Himself mighty in their lives. You say. So therefore, I have to prove myself before God that I'm worthy and I'm able to deal with it. I'm I'm man enough in God to do it. Just like every man woman does have to do. It, it's in. Uh, it's going to be in the uh, remnant. Because they're soldiers, and we're in a battle like never before. He's selecting God's the best. He's, he really is. I mean, anybody can qualify, and all the qualification is just simply obeying God. It isn't being a Bible scholar. We're not talking about that. We're talking about an obedient man or woman that obeys God and dares to get out of that boat Amen. and put the feet in the water. That's really what it's all about. You don't have to be able to quote the Scriptures and everything all the time. I mean, it's the best you can do it. Believe me, it is. But... If you have the word hidden in your heart, like one Psalms one nineteen eleven says, and you mean business with God, and you're sold out to Him, and you obey His voice and hear His voice, there's the kind of people that God really, really uses and really loves because they're putty in His hands. When people are willing like that, you can't beat that. Amen. You just can't humble people that are just there saying, "Lord, whatever you want." I mean, that's what He wants. That is a pure heart before God, and that's what He wants out of all of us. Yeah, two, 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 two things the Lord put on my heart was um, two scriptures. The first one is I press on toward the mark of the high calling of God in our in our life. And I really yeah. believe that you know that that we are used. The thing is, uh, you know, uh, as fivefold ministers, like we that we are used to help that person press on toward the mark of the high calling of God in their life. Yes. And the other one yes. is, is the, the the running of the race, you know, that, that scripture. I'm just kind of paraphrasing here. Everybody runs mm-hmm. in a race, and at some point in time, and I'm talking to everybody else there, at some point in time, you end up falling down. Something happens where, you know, where, you know, where, where, I mean, you know what? And then, uh, and then all of a sudden, your brother or sister comes along, encourages you, exhorts you, and picks you back up with the word of God, with the word of God, speaking the word of God, proclaiming the word of God over 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 you, and then you get up 
and you start running the race again. There you go. That's their jobs. Yeah. You know, there's a verse that goes with that, and that's Galatians 6.1. If you see a brother and it could be a sister or whatever, overtaking a fault, use the spiritual, go to them, restore them in a spirit of meekness, that thou also be tempted. In other words, you go to them in an attitude of love, meekness, not jumping on them like, hey, I'm stronger, I'm great, why did you do this? No. No, you've got to have a spirit of meekness, of love, and said want to lift them up to help them. Because if you go playing the role, he said, you do that, he said, you're going to wind up with the same thing happening to you. A lot of people try to get over somebody else because they did something wrong. A lot of times I've seen them get a worse thing happen to them, especially ministers that are fighting one another or ministries or something. I've seen ministers collapse because of wrong attitudes, the way they treated one another. Right. You just don't... You just don't sow bad seeds on people. Uh, watching our mouth, my wife says this a lot. Uh, she says you always have to watch what you're saying because that's what brings the door and opens the door for the devil to get an inroad right. in there. And we do. We exactly. have to watch our words. I'm telling you, the worst thing, if there's anything that I've messed up on in life, and I would venture to say I'd put almost everybody in there, would be our mouth. And we've really got exactly. to watch our mouth, our views, yeah. our attitudes. Right now, I feel in my own personal life, my own personal heart, uh, laying everything aside but my own relationship to God, ministry laying aside and everything, I feel that I have to really be close to God, hear his voice, watch my P's and Q's, and do right in all that I'm doing. I have to be working in that avenue, correcting myself, bettering myself with the help of the Holy Spirit. Because I, I, I look at uh, Romans 13 and 8, uh, or 8, 13, I'm sorry, uh, that uh, he says that we, through the Spirit, mortifies the deeds of the flesh. In other words, yeah. we mortify wrongnesses in us by the, through the Holy Spirit, because through the Holy Spirit we walk in the fruit of the Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit we walk in the gifts of the Spirit. But it's all done through the Spirit. Without me you can do nothing is what it is, and that's, that's right. what Jesus said through the Spirit. Not by power, you quoted at the beginning of the program, Zechariah 4, 6, it's not by power, it might be by my Holy Spirit. Uh, everything is about God there. We, we're we not even in the equation. All we are is vessels, and then we yeah. allow the Holy Spirit to help us. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's, you know? that's all it's significant. That's all it's, we, don't, uh, we don't call the shots. The Holy Spirit calls the shots through us. He calls the so shots, not Edward. us. We are Going up to the high places to bring the devil's kingdom down, what are some of the things that you you would tell the listeners out there that you know that you know that basically that you've done? What, what have I've gotten to do that? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, going up first, to high places. Go ahead, brother Edward. Okay, okay. First thing, I would make sure myself that I'm right. Make sure my heart's right before God. Before I try to do anything. I won't say try before I do anything. The Bible never says to try anything. It always says do, do. It never says yeah. try. We don't try, we do. So I see, I, I had to correct myself there. Okay, we do. All right, the first thing, after I look at myself, examine myself, uh, I see uh, demonic forces in the realm and, and, and dealing with them. And I deal with them personally and everything. But then there's times that I know myself it's more than just me doing it or me and my wife even. And I've 
call for corporate prayer sometimes. I put things on Facebook or ask, you know, people like yourself, and we pray together. We've done this much, Amen. as you well know. And uh, we come together as a team because uh, we need corporate prayer from time to time because we're not the Lone Ranger. And I'll tell you something else that you might recognize, too, when you're going up high. The greater God uses you and the mightier you become, the more you need prayer. So that's why Paul in the Bible requested prayer all the time, because he needed it. We needed it. I I say this in the broadcast tonight, and I know Roy will say the same thing. Please pray for us. We need prayer. You you can say, hey, these men are doing fine, doing great, their ministry, this and that. True, God's doing some great things. But that shows me, and I know this, I know Roy knows this, how much more we need prayer because we've seen some, I've seen some horrible attacks against Roy, horrible attacks against others, and I was horribly attacked a couple years ago. My wife's horribly attacked by the enemy. The devil tried to take me out. I mean, we go through some hard times and we need prayer. So the biggest lesson, as you said, about going up to fight the big boys is, we need prayer. We need the support of people. Amen. Please give us give us support. And then upon having that, I just allow it to happen, whatever happens. I mean, I run into cases. Uh, that right now I have a different ones right now I'm dealing with uh, that are, are coming my way, and they want me to do this and that. And, and I, I kind of, it's like sometimes like I'm, I'm almost flooded with it. But I look at it this way. Lord, as I deal with this, what do you want me to say and do? How am I to do it? Am I to do by myself? What What's going on here? And when I do that, I find God stepping in supernaturally, speaking to me, whether I'm teaching or preaching or whether I'm ministering to somebody, he steps in. Because I, I kind of calm myself, Roy. I calm myself because I, you can get over-exuberant exuberant and excited yeah. Yeah. and almost, almost fearful but I say, no, wait a minute, Ed. You just get down here and you just trust the Lord. And then he leads me and he works it out if he wants somebody else involved, if he wants me to do this or that. But I win with confidence that the Lord is with me, just like we talked about a little bit ago. That's how I approach everything. And whether it gets up to tip top or what I'm dealing with, uh, he, he does it. You have him in it, though, you see, no matter if you're going to the top levels or the lower levels or what levels. This is the way you handle it. And then he knows what it is because I don't know if it's top level. I don't know where it's at. I just know what the Holy Spirit leads me to do. But, you see, I make sure I got him in on that. Uh, if this is making sense to anybody what I'm saying here, I make sure I have him in on it because I know he's there. I practice his presence. And then I dare to go out and do it, and I expect results to happen. In fact, I pray even if I'm dealing with an individual, pray before we do something, you know. And that's the best thing to do before you even get into any type of talking to somebody, ministering to them. But uh, the Lord will show me things sometime before or, or what have you, because, you know, that's one of the gifts of the Spirit. You know, discernment, word of knowledge, you know, things like that. You get things that... Uh, Many times the program that Roy and I are on there with, with our brothers, uh, what happens is we'll get a word to say this or say that, do this or do that. It will be confirmed through a couple of us there, and we'll do it. Things will happen, and but God speaks to us through the gifts of the Spirit uh, prophetically, you know, and what to do. And, uh, and all this is, in, is combined in there. I'm kind of going over a lot of things. But just know his presence is with you. Know that he's guiding you. And, and just pen yourself down and say, wait wait a minute, no matter how things get, 
Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hebrews 13, Amen. 8. So therefore, it's going to work the same way. He's still the same powerful God. Things get increased. The devil might fight harder, more of them, and more crazy things going on. But Jesus knows all about it. God has complete control of it. All you do is you're putting yourself in his hands because it can't get too bad in this world ever that God isn't there and nowhere with you knows what's going on. He's going to take care of you. Because if you read the 91st Psalm, Brother Roy, you know how it says. It speaks all these promises. But do you ever notice as you read them? Because you're in that house, that secret place of most high, because you made the Lord your habitation, this won't hurt you. In other words, you're in my house, son, as long as you're in my house. Draw near to me, and I will draw near to you, says the Lord. Right. So your key mm-hmm. is draw near the Lord where you're at now, folks. That's what you begin with. And these other things will take care of themselves because God has a plan for you, and he'll direct your steps. But just you get in that house with him and then uh, take him into what you do and just let him direct your life. And when he does that, then you don't need any really much counsel on anything because he's going to direct you the right way. You're going to know it, but you've got to get in there with him. That's the, that's the key. Not by man, but by getting in and she'll know, hey, that's God directing me. That is a man. That's God. Amen. You know, it's almost like like an answer. Remember, we talked about the ministry, what I'd be called when he said, you're all things to all people. Well, right, right there, I knew that was a God answer. That wasn't a good answer. That was a God answer. You can't be topped yeah, there. Right. And you'll know it. You'll know what God gives you. You can't top it. So just do that, folks. I mean, that, that's the best thing I can tell you, I'm kind of saying a lot of things here, but just get into him and submit and just acknowledge him in all your ways. Pray, draw near to me, read your Bible, worship him, praise him, put him first place, honor him, and the things that you know you're not to do, don't do them. Things you're supposed to do, do them. And ways like that, and just, just uh, you put forth the effort to do that. And when you do that, you're pleasing him. You're doing the things that please him. And even in the scripture, Brother Roy, First John 3, 20 through 22, speaks of him doing things for us because you do the things that please him. And he wants you to Amen. please him, you know. You want to please, be a God pleaser, not a man pleaser. But remember remember everybody out there, the Bible said, but without faith it's impossible to please him. Amen. Amen. We want to please the Lord, but that's how we please the Lord. We please the Lord by walking walking by faith, not by sight. That's right. Amen. That's right. The just shall Amen. the just shall live by faith. Amen? Yes, sir. Amen. 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 Praise God. Yes. Praise the Lord. Amen. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Yes. Uh praise the Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Father. Amen. Thank praise the, the Lord. Thank you. Go ahead, Amen. Say the definition of fear. Tell them the definition of fear. Fake evidence appearing real. And that's, that's all right. this other stuff in this world does to keep you by saying, well, hey, I can't have faith because of this, because of that. That's fake evidence appearing real to get you not to have faith, to get your faith knocked out of you. False evidence comes Amen. your way from the devil, which is called fear. Amen. To knock you out and of remember this, place this and, uh, remember this, everybody out there. Remember this. If the enemy is telling you that this is, uh, this is not going to happen, you're not going to have the finances. You're not going to you're not going to get well. He's a liar, and you know amen. when he's telling you that that the opposite is going to happen. Exactly, 
He's trying to get Amen. you out of the, the. He's trying to steal it from you. He's trying to steal your blessing. That's right. You know, and and the thing about it is, you know, you're in the army of God. You know, I mean, thing is, you're you're in the army of God. Uh, make sure you know that you you do the armor of God. I mean, I know uh, Brother Edward and and uh, Sister Sabine has some other things too that that uh, Edward can share. But but the armor of God, you need to do the armor of God. And one of the things about the armor of God, I'm going to say it really quick, is the belt of truth. Yes. If you are lying and cheating and deceiving people, and you know God knows that all your armor will fall right off you. Because it's a belt of truth that holds all your armor in place. Amen. That's a good word, Brother Roy. That's a good Amen. word. Amen. That's all of us. You know, that's for me. That's for, that's, you know, I'm not just narrowing in on people out there. I'm saying all of us. We have to make sure that we are men and women of the word and men and women of our word. There's so much right now of the world basically saying they're going to do this, they're going to do that, and they have no intention of doing it. They just say it for something to do. But as children of God, the body of Christ, we are accountable from Daddy God that when we say we're going to, when I, if I say I'm going to phone Edward at 4 o'clock, I need to phone him at 4 o'clock. I'm disrespecting him and disrespecting the Holy Spirit. Amen, Brother Roy. Amen. Oh, boy. You just hit a, a very, live wire. Very strong in my spirit right now. Very strong what's going on. I just, all of us, oh, I'm just shaking. All of us, I'm just shaking. All of us, 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 Oh, amen. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes. Amen. Yes, that belt, that belt of truth. See, everything else is worthless. That's like the belt of truth, Brother Roy, because everything else is worthless if you aren't a man of your word. And I'll tell you something, Brother Roy, that has been one of my biggest thieves in the ministry of people. Even to the point that somebody says, look, you just said the simplicity. And that's the way a lot of times I'll say it. Like if you say, well, I'm going to call you at 4 o'clock. And four o'clock comes and you never do it. Right there, as simple as that sounds, that is a major thing. It doesn't definitely be a big thing. I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. But anything that you tell people, honor your word. We expect God to honor His word, and He expects us to honor our word. We That's right, we amen. so we re- right. if I if I can't trust a man by his word, and I've known some gifted people that I couldn't take their word for anything. And how sad that is. That brings a reproach against the body of Christ. He tells you to walk worthy of our vocation. And there isn't anything worse than a person that professes anything of God, and then they see him acting like the devil in the actions they do, not being as good as their word, lying about it, trying to cheat them and trying to hoodwink them or whatever, uh, doing things like that. And that that is a big thing, but not being... People make all kinds of promises to you. You wouldn't believe, Brother Roy, some of the things I've had people tell me in ministry, and so you wouldn't believe it. You know, things like that, and and they're not saying the right thing, and that what they profess, ministers of the gospel, people that know better. But uh, a lot of Christians have a mouth. 
They don't even think what they say. They say something out. They make commitments and say they're going to do this, they're going to do that, and they never fulfill it because that's why the Bible says in James one nineteen, slow to speak, slow to wrath. That's we right. need to be slow exactly. to think before you make a commitment. Think what you're saying. Don't say something to appease somebody. Like I say something to Brother Roy, say, well, I definitely ain't going to do this, Brother Roy, but I'm not going to tell him that. I'm going to tell him I'm like I'm going to do it to appease him to make him feel good. Don't lie to people. Don't deceive them. In other words, don't don't try to say we're going to like we're going to have to get together sometime. You might say to somebody, well, you know you don't want to get together with these people, but you're saying to make them feel good. You know, you see somebody in the street, hey, we're going to mm-hmm. get together, and you know very well. That's just a, a figure of speech. You just want to make them feel good because you hadn't seen them for a while, and they might wonder where you get to. Well, I'm going to give them a little hope here. We're going to have to get together. I'm thinking about you. You're not thinking about it. You don't plan on getting together, but you're just kind of buying them off for some period of time. How many times have you done that? I've done that myself in the past. We've all done that. Yeah. We have to be honest. Oh, sure we have. And, sure and we have. Don't make those kind of commitments because we're defrauding one another. Mm-hmm. And that, that's something I've picked on her way. Little things that would appear little, they are major issues. These little foxes that destroy the vines. Well, the Holy Spirit will reprimand you real quick for doing it, though. I'll tell you that right now. Oh, yes, he will. He sure will. will, You're walking close to God. Yep. Yeah, he will. Yes, we've got to look at these areas. And that's what Paul meant, examine ourselves. Examine my attitudes, what I'm saying, what I'm thinking, and what I, if I'm doing anything wrong, make corrections accordingly with the help of the Holy Spirit. That's what it's about, checking myself, looking over myself, not looking at other people saying, well, he needs to do that, she needs to do that. I found it's a full-time job, Brother Roy, keeping control of Ed. I found that's a full-time exactly. job for me. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm not <laughs> exaggerating. <laughs> I mean, every. <laughs> yes, no, go ahead there. I, I wanted to say on that because it's the truth. When you really get down to bedrock, when you really get serious yeah. with God, you see the picture for what it really is. Then you have everything in perspective. Then you start doing exactly. the right thing, and then God and help us. We're, we're trying to get people in that place. Help the Holy Spirit. The best advice we can yeah. give them because. I've learned a hard way. I don't like everybody out there. Amen. I just like to say everybody out there that your greatest enemy is not the devil. Your greatest enemy is your flesh, is you. That's right. Because we have authority and power over the enemy, but we need to take authority and power and tell our flesh to shut up and be quiet. That's it. Because the flesh likes to speak. The flesh likes to speak loud. But we need to say, you know what? We're not listening to you. Shut up right now in Jesus' name. I don't want to hear from you. I know that's kind of crazy, right. but that's exactly what we need to do. You do. And you know, Brother Roy, along with what you're saying there, one of the biggest things that people will try to do is they'll blame the devil for it. And they'll say, well, the enemy has to be this or the enemy is this or that. And all it is is a matter of them not wanting to deal with their flesh. There's a lot of this demonology going on. It's not demonology at all. It's just simply a matter of the flesh. I'd say the most of it is. I'm going to step out and yeah. say most we hear is of the flesh. It's not of the devil. But they want to blame that because that gives them some excuse. Hey, the devil's been battling me. I'm having a battle with this. Well, the devil's in all these things. We know it. 
but we have authority over him, so why aren't we taking that authority? See, if I say, well, I'm exactly. having problems doing this, the devil's hindering me. Well, how can he hinder me if I have authority over him? There must be something maybe beyond that. I'm either not taking the authority over the devil, or I'm having <coughs> a flesh problem that I yield to, you say. I mean, both ways. You're in, it's inexcusable both ways, Roy. When God says you have authority over the devil, and you don't take it and say, well, he's beating me up. Why is he beating you up? I've given you authority, son. Okay, exactly. then there's something else. Then your flesh. So <laughs> there isn't such a thing as an excuse, Roy. Uh, believe me, the Lord took me in the heavenly like he did Paul somewhere, and I don't know where it is. I, I don't even have a clue. But all I know is I was standing before God, and I was speaking quicker than a machine gun shooting bullets. And you know that's impossible with excuses. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I just stopped because I was in his presence. I knew how worthless and vainless it was, and I just said, I'm guilty. In other words, there isn't such a thing as making excuses before God, because when you're in his presence, you're like Isaiah was. Woe is me, a man of unclean lips, when you go up to try to make excuses, because truth comes out, folks. That's why every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord, because when you're in his presence, you can talk all they want down here. They're really tough hombres. They're going to do this and that. You get in his presence, you won't do anything but what the word says. Everybody, every knee shall bow. The worst of the That's worst. Right. And, uh, That's right, brother. So, That's amen. So right, yeah. Amen, amen. Some amen. real important things that we just, we, we have, to, okay, one more thing. Uh, honesty. you got to be honest with yourself. Honest yeah. with yourself before you honest with God or anybody else. If you're lying to yourself and it's everybody else's fault that I am the way I am, it's my wife's fault, it's my dad's fault, my mother's fault, the pastor's fault or something else, if you can't take the criticism and own up to yourself as far as being honest with yourself and correct your things, then you cannot be honest with God and you definitely can't be honest with people. Honesty, it all begins with us. If the Lord said, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, I can't preach to this audience right now, hey, you need to get in the place you need to be and things are going to be done right. I can't do that before I look at Ed. It's, it's God's will being done in Ed's life on earth. That's right. Amen. Yeah. We are, see, we, we have a bad habit, Roy, pointing a finger out to the people, hey, I'm preaching you all, you need to do this, you need to do that. But yet I forget there's four fingers coming back my way, so that must mean exactly. that, hey, maybe I better take a look at myself, right? And that, that is yeah. so true, so true. If, if, if you can't take the, the beam out of your eye, you can't take the mud out of your body. You don't see it because the beam right. is your eye. That's right. And the Bible says, do not judge lest you be judged. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. That's right. Yeah. Amen. Well, you, well we're, getting, uh, we're getting here to uh, uh, another six minutes, and well, I think we'll shut her down, brother, because it's six twenty-four, and yeah, you you know, about an yeah. hour and a half is good, like you said. You know, I, I don't want to keep you too late, uh, you know, because you, you know, you get you're getting up in the years. You probably need your sleep. Watch it, Roy. Watch your mouth. I'm just bugging you, brother. I know, I'm just I know. Bugging you. Hey, man, I, 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 I'm like you. a top. Oh, my wife says, I'm, I'm, I'm like a Tomex. I take a licking and keep on ticking. I tell yeah, you, I, I, I think I'm, I'm used to a lot of these Amen. things. It amazes me. 
my age, you know, and everything. But no, I just keep active. I, I don't see. I, I I can't reason. I can't think as an older person. I, I'm not. Cap- I'm really. You know, I say that. You say, oh, you could. No, well, you. I can't. But well, you have a heart. Now. Yeah. You're a young man and heart brother. I know you are. Yeah. You're, uh, you're, I know it. You don't, you, okay. you don't look your age and you don't act your age. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm talking about, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, right. Well, yeah. And you know, that scripture, you know that, you know, Proverbs 23, 7, is a man thinking yeah. in his heart. So is he, right? And I've thought yeah, this way for years. That thing has built up in me where it's so big that I couldn't overcome it. On. I don't want to overcome mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the. I'm looking forward to the day that I come and and, and we when we talk face to face, you know, and we're, when we minister Amen. together. Oh my God, you know, yeah. you and yeah, and I'm Sylvina, looking forward to that too. And, and, oh, hallelujah, that day, that day coming. Anyway, yeah. So, um, praise the Lord. Um, so tonight, uh, Brother Edward and I, Apostle Edward and I, we're talking about basically. Uh, Sitting in the heavenly places with Jesus, Amen. Going up to the high Amen. place, bring the devil's kingdom down. And you know what? Yes. Like Brother Edward said this. He said, you know, you don't need to be in fivefold ministry or you know whatever. You just all you got to be is, is a, a man or woman of God. You know that that's living the word, speaking the word, proclaiming the word. And you know what? You're going to keep going up to the high places. And the higher you go up, you know, uh, the, the devil's kingdom comes down. Amen. Mm-hmm. So you gotta, Amen. You got to start. You know, we you got to start thinking Ephesians three twenty twenty one, where it says, "Now unto him that is yes. able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or even think, according to the yes. power that works in him." Amen. Yes. Amen. According to the power. Amen. That work is in us. Amen, brother. That's for sure, eh? That's it. That's it. Uh, can I read a scripture right before we close? We've got about three minutes, I believe. It's something the Lord gave me. I, I, I bring it all the time. The Lord gave me this years ago. Again, I won't tell you the details, but this is a thus saith the Lord how the Lord gave it to me, okay? And what it is, it's speaking this very hour. Behold you among the heathen. And regard and wonder marvelously, for I will work a work in your days which you will not believe, though it be told you. I had a major minister, and a major ministry as that, a minister that was the head elder at this ministry, come over to me. I, I used to be there. Well, it was with Morris Thriller's ministry. And it was his top Amen. elder was there. When I, I, you know, I, I taught there. A minister taught there. They wanted me to do that, so I taught there the leaders and some of the people and, and the phone people and everything, telephone people. And and uh, I, I had communion every Monday. And after the one service, he came up to me like a little child, all excited, and he gave me that verse. And he thought it was, and I thought it was for me. This was way back in 1991. Yeah, 1991. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Amen. make a long story short. That verse wasn't just for me. That was for speaking for the remnant. And this last day, the remnant, the people that serve and right. what Brother Roy, what I've been talking about. And he's going to do a work, and this is what he quoted that scripture. None of us, no matter who it is, wouldn't believe it. The most man and the woman who has the most faith in this world would not believe if he told us what he's going to do. 
In other words, we ain't seen nothing yet. Is what what we say a lot of times, and I mean that. We've seen some tremendous things, but for what this world has seen and not seen nothing, not even in the time of Jesus, compared to what Jesus did was so great, but he's held this great move back for this hour. The greater thing, the greater things movement, you see, the latter rain, which is greater than the first, God himself has held that back, and God himself has opened the portals of heaven, raining down to do things we never even dreamed of. And that's why, folks, we have to hear the voice of God be obedient and just let him work through us and just know that it's him doing it and he's taking care of us. We're not going to hurt. He's going to take care of us, you see, because these things are far above our wisdom and understanding. But just let go and just let God and just go for the ride with God. Just let God have it and he'll give you peace about it. He's with you. He's not going to, you're a child. He's not going to leave you be hurt. He's taking care of you. You're wrapped up in God. You're in that secret place of the Most High. No matter what happens, you have to believe that. And if you and I learn to believe that, what's going to happen, we're going to be able to withstand things more and more and more, you see. There won't be anything that could penetrate us, you see. And that, that's what it's all about. That is what it's all about. And we are not coming to the time. We're in that time. It's already begun. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to go into full blast one of these days very shortly. So that's what we're, we're doing. We're, we're trying to prepare the people here, Apostle Roy and myself here, you all that are listening, and everywhere we go, that's what we're tr- we're working at. We're not trying. We're doing. We're actually doing it. We're seeing the results of testimonies through our preaching and teaching. We're seeing it happen, but we want to do more of it because we need to see more of it happening because it's a major deal for this world, and we just want to be able to reach more people, uh, to touch more people for Jesus, and taking it on board with what God's doing. Amen. Amen. Well, we had like Thank you for listening to us. You know, like uh, Apostle Edward and myself, you know, we just, we just, uh, it's an honor and a blessing to come every, uh, yes, two, every two weeks, uh, you know, as the, as the Lord opens up the door, you know, God will yes. to come yes. and, and just teach and, and, you know, and just, uh, just spend time with you out there. You know, we just love to spend yes. time with you. You know, I mean, yes. uh, we, we we spent an hour and a half right now, and uh, you know I yes. I just pray and hope, and you know just that you know the, some of the stuff that uh, Apostle Edward and, my, and I said, you know thing is you're going to take that, you're going to take that, and, you, and you're going to apply it to your life. Amen. 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 Do you have anything else Amen. to say uh, uh, before we go? Okay. What what did you say? I didn't hear you, Apostle Roy. Do you have anything else to say before before oh, we, before we go? No, no. Other than we just speak the blessings of God and God's will be done in each and every one of your lives, we just speak blessings, and that's the greatest thing we can actually say is God bless you all, bless you in every way, and just follow the Lord, and you won't be disappointed. I, I wanted to say how I really enjoyed this night. This has been a wonderful night. I just feel very joyful and happy after this. I just feel so good after this uh this meeting tonight, I have a wonderful feeling in my spirit. So I'm sure you all feel the same because I believe you do too, Brother Roy, because I Amen. just feel so good about this. I just, God was well pleased with this service tonight. He was well pleased. I know he was because it's the way I sense in my spirit. Amen. And I know people have been touched tonight, and I just give the Lord all the glory. As you do, Brother Roy, we give God all the glory. Amen. And that's Amen. all I had to say on it. I just, I'm just honored to, to have the program with you. I'm just honored to be on here with you. Amen. It's, you know what? It's all about him, isn't it? It's all about Jesus. It's all about him. It really is. 
No, it he, is. He must, he, must, he must increase, we must decrease. But it's all about Amen. him. It's not about us. Amen. Well, God bless. Amen. Amen. And, uh, and God yes. willing, uh, we'll, 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 we'll uh, talk to you in, in, the, in, in yes. two weeks. Amen. Yes, we'll talk. Good, good, okay. Amen. Good night, brother. We'll be talking. Okay. Good night, brother. Good night, brother. Give her love. Hey, hi to sister Serena. We'll do that. Okay, we'll have to get together soon here and talk. I know we've you've been busy and I've been busy too. But we're gonna have to get together and have some chatting here. You phone me anytime, brother. You know that. Likewise, you amen. We'll do that. Okay, okay, friend. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you later about it because actually it's something a little bit different. So uh, uh, I'll, I'll talk to you. I'm not on the program, but I'll talk to you a little bit later about it. Okay? It's a per- it's a personal we'll thing. Okay? God bless. Okay, love we'll you, buddy. Love you now. I Good night, everybody. Guys, everybody out there listening, and uh, yeah. you know, remember this: cast your cares upon Jesus because He cares for you. Amen. 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 Bye-bye. That's a wonderful. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.